opened the door to the most powerful room in housing, built for mortgage executives, real estate leaders, and the rising stars that drive innovation and progress. The gathering will feature over 45 powerful speakers on stage in Scottsdale, Arizona from April 21st to 24th. Learn more and register now at housingwirethegathering.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll be providing our listeners with an exclusive interview with Danielle Williams, who's the president of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, which is the oldest minority trade association in America. In this interview, Williams discusses the organization's mission as well as a recent town hall meeting NABROP conducted to gauge strategies that are aimed to increase black home ownership. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Hello, HousingWire listeners. My name is Alcina Lloyd, and I'm HousingWire's digital producer. Today, I am joined with the president of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers, Donnell Williams, who also serves as owner and broker at Destiny Realty. Thank you for joining us today, Donnell. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Thank you. So, Mr. Williams, can you give us a little background on the organization and yourself as well? Sure. I am a working broker. I have two offices, one in Morristown, one in Newark. Um, I'm a resi commercial uh, agent. I do residential and commercial. I have 16 agents, two support staff, uh, broker manager, and I'm also the president of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about the organization and what they do? Sure. Uh, NARAB, or N-A-R-A-B as we like to call it, uh, the National Association of Real Estate Brokers is the oldest, largest African-American real estate trade association in the country. We were founded on principles for fair housing. We actually were the first fair housing organization in the country. Uh, in 1947, it was started because black people could not be a member of NAR. When I say NAR, I mean National Association of Realtors. It wouldn't allow black people. Actually, up until 68, 69, the first black person, black man was allowed to become a realtor in California in the late 60s. I believe New Jersey and Florida were in the 70s. So, you know, that was a problem. Luckily, these 11 men and one um, woman got together and formed this National Association of Real Estate Brokers, and it spread across the country. I have about uh, 100 chapters now, um, and and at my next meeting, I'll have over 100, uh, close to 120, because it's growing exponentially. So listeners, I want to share with you right now that the organization just hosted a town hall on strategies to increase black home ownership. What inspired the organization to host this panel? Well, we're on a, uh, we have a huge initiative to increase black home ownership by 2 million new black homeowners in five years. The clock has started. We are moving forward. Um, even though COVID-19 has dealt us a blow, um, we, we're moving in that direction. So the town hall today was saying, hey, let's all get together. Let's address these issues. There's no time like the present to say, hey, there's something wrong here. 
there's something wrong in, in, in America, the country, everyone needs to fix it. When you have all of these uh, barriers to home ownership for black people, when you don't have it for other races, it's just not fair. It's just not right. Uh, we talked about uh, the Homestead Act. We talked about credit. We talked about um, solutions to, to get there. It's, we have to do something. And this is what we're doing. There are people out there protesting. Um, we are we are not out in the streets protesting, but we decided to protest economically and financially. So we've come out with a, a whole genre of different things that we're going to do um, to, to increase black home ownership. All right, so during the panel, as you mentioned, you guys are already uh, talking about initiatives and actions that you're doing. But during the panel, some of the speakers mentioned factors that are impacting black homeownership, like zoning and credit stereotypes. Can you provide me some details to why these issues are slowing the rate? Oh, yeah. I just had a call yesterday, yesterday with a, uh, a sponsor, a partner, and they said that, hey, that their agenda is to push the zoning because we're regulated to a certain part of town, right? So, hey, if, if now, if I can build an accessory, uh, accessory uh, unit on my property, and maybe my kid can live there, my grandmother can live there, my aunt can live there, that helps the whole community at large. Credit, and in some of the zoning uh, uh, where you can only have a multifamily house in certain areas and and you only, you know, you can only live here. Here's the tenement. Here's what a lower uh, price of rents are going to be at. And then the credit issue is the Fair Isaac, what we call FICO. They don't take into consideration the good things or the things that are paid, like a, a light bill, a cell phone bill, a, uh, a bill you may have with a local merchant. Those things should be able to be included help even out that score just for example maybe macy's didn't get paid this month but i did pay my cell phone bill so those things have to be taken into account even more than that i think that we are at a time where we need to actually talk about a black a african-american home ownership program now if i told you i'll be in california tomorrow you'd believe me. if i said uh, I'm going to shoot this basketball from the half-court line and make it. You believe me. Because it's been done before. It's been done before, so you believe me. And I'm telling you that there is already a homeownership program for Native Americans, Indians, and Eskimos. Done not so long ago. Late 80s, early 90s. So I'm saying, hey, there needs to be a Black homeownership program. HUD 1 Section 84 is designed for Native American. Actually, it's called Native American Home Ownership Program. Why in the world? Why I can't fathom why we don't have an African American Home Ownership Program after redlining, after zoning issues, after credit issues, after depriving veteran uh, VA loans. I, I just don't understand. After not being able to participate in the Homestead Act, I just don't get it. So I think now is the time to bring that up and put the pillars underneath this house to make it strong. So what would this program look like? What kind of initiatives would be enacted to make sure this rate does increase? To help the uh, rate of black home ownership, which is now 44%. I became president of the National Association of Real Estate Brokers in August. It was 40.6%. Next quarter went up to 42.7%. The last two quarters is hovering around 44%. So we're very... We're happy about that, but we're not satisfied. 
So we know that there are 1.7 million black millennials making over $100,000 a year, according to the Urban Institute. Now they're already there. They're mortgage ready today. They've opted not to purchase a home. Why? Some of them have seen, a majority of them have seen their parents go through the debacle of, of the 2008 Great Recession. We have to stop that. We have to curb that conversation because we understand that here in America, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness based around real estate. Okay. So that's where we're, that's where we're uh, trying to go. We launched a program called House Then the Car.com. It is catchy. It is out there. It's raw. It's real. And it's been out there. And people are actually gravitating to it. We have different series um, where we have an investment series, a, a multifamily series, a first-time home buyer series, but this is really real. And if you go to the site, you can do your online budget, you can take your um, your counseling class, you can get your certificate, your down payment, call for mortgage, all of that good stuff. Oh, get your FICO credit score estimator on there. All of this stuff is on houseandthecar.com because I guarantee you, if you buy the house first, the house will buy the car for you. So that's that's where we're going. That's one of the things. There's another issue that we have that uh, African Americans are, according to a Freddie Mac study, black first-time home buyer average age is 48 years old. That's a problem. That's a problem. Now we understand why, and we weren't able to do this and that, but still out here, either you know, 48 years old, you you, you probably have a child. You're, you're a little seasoned. So we started the real estate opportunity for seasoned individuals, someone to talk on your level. Because at that point, at 48, you need to start talking about how you bequeath that property, how you transfer the wealth. So insurance is on the table, probate, wills, trust, reverse mortgages, all that's on the table. Now that website, I haven't launched it yet. You're the first to hear about it. It's going to be rosy.pro. And we have ambassadors around the country who are able to answer these questions with our civic engagement partners. But we're looking to impact no less than 100,000 people by December 31st. We want these folks online and on board. Wow. It um, sounds like you're trying to enhance the education behind home ownership for the Black community. I am. I am, without a doubt. We've partnered with civic engagement um, groups across the country. What I did was connect the dots with the referral system. We built this referral network. Um, we have um, St. Jude, uh, NAACP, uh, AME, full fellow gospel, full um, full gospel fellowship. Um, uh, who else do we have? Um, unbelievable. Uh, we're looking for Jackson State to get on board. We're looking for Urban League to get on board. Oh, Church of God in Christ. I mean, what we have done is revolutionary, and I'm extremely proud of it. All right. So I'm glad to hear all these initiatives that uh, your organization is doing to lower the black home ownership gap. As far as the industry at large, what can the industry do to help or to address this issue right now? Um, well, there was a problem just maybe six, eight months ago where the HUD said, hey, we're not going to allow you to have down payment assistance from outside sources, only from the state. That's a problem. That's a problem. We need, if someone is willing, a company, whatever, workforce housing, whoever is willing to give down payment assistance, they should be allowed to, okay? Um, that, that's one step. Work, uh, workforce housing, as I mentioned, is, is another step. Why are we being shipped out and then shipped in to go to work? Seattle had a big thing about, uh, I think they put a billion dollars, those companies out there, put a billion dollars into housing. 
just for that area because they recognized that there was no affordable housing. I think it was Boeing. I think it was Microsoft. I think it was Starbucks. I think that they all did that. Got together and they put a billion dollars in for housing. So um, partnership, quasi-government, quasi-for-profit, uh, non-profit, all of, all of this stuff has to work together because this is a problem. This is a problem for a major uh, uh, section of your population, of the population. All right. Well, Donnell, is there anything else that you would like to tell Housing Aware about what we can do to ensure Black homeownership does continue to climb and make sure that the gap does close? Well, we're pushing for some legislation. So we need everyone who reads your uh, magazine, everyone who listens to your, uh, your podcast to join the organization. There is strength in numbers. No one was talking about Black homeownership until we announced 2 million new homeowners, black homeowners in five years. It was under the radar, no one wanted to address it, it wasn't there, the conversation was not had. The National Association of Real Estate Brokers is about their business to increase black homeownership. So their strength in numbers, no one was talking about it. Not, when I say no one, no one was talking about it. So we need your numbers, we need your support. Um, we're, we're attacking it from multi-levels. It's a multi-pronged approach, and we're looking for folks to join and, and get on board because we have the house in the car. We have the Rosie, which is for the uh, a little bit seasoned uh, individuals. We have partnered with um, D-Free because as you uh, decrease debts, you increase deeds. We have done the um, international. We're going to come out with our auction site where our property is going to be put on here, and we can auction them off. Maybe that's a way to fight gentrification. We're pursuing that called Bid National. Com. We also have the Realtors Referral Network, where we partner with all of our civic engagement partners. So one of the most powerful tools that I've launched during my administration that I've thought up, designed, and put out there. So this, we're, we're in a good space. We need to come up with the, finish with the tools for the African American Home Ownership Program. We need to support, I believe, Meeks Bill with the uh, African, um, American Down Payment Savings Program, um, almost like a 529 when you save for college. We, we it's a multi-pronged approach. So we need members. If we just don't broadcast this stuff, we need to actually sit down, talk about it, come to a meeting and help us figure it out. All right, for people interested in becoming members, where can they look? Can they look at your website? Are there other avenues that they can take to joining the organization? They can go to nareb.com and there's a um, membership portal or you can email me directly. That's Donnell, D-O-N-N-E-L-L dot Williams at nareb.com. And, and I'll get you the information first. All right. Well, thank you so much for giving Housing Wire the opportunity to interview you today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's a wrap of the daily download for the week. Thanks for listening. And as a reminder, the daily download is now available on Apple Podcasts. So be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss the latest coverage of what's happening in the housing industry. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts so you can catch us anywhere you want to listen. Have a great weekend and we'll meet you here again on Monday.